we as a community should maybe take more time praying for those leading the charge in regards to worship. And thank you so much. Um, but also just an encouragement to you without sounding patronizing. Thank you for turning up. Also, you know, um, um, I remember years ago hearing this guy do potentially the shortest of talks when we were up at um, International Christian College in Glasgow where I met and fell in love with Hottie Rhoda. And um, this guy in his broken English, we'd had all this theology talk and everything, but this guy got up and he said, you know, this is you and this is God. I don't know if you remember this, Helen. And these are your problems. Now your problems can either land here and push you away from God or your problems can land here and push you towards God. Where do you want your problems to land? And I remember just going, that, that, that's potentially life-changing. <laughs> so in the simplicity of that, of things is to sum up what we've been doing on the revelation journey over the last few months. Miriam kicked us off a couple of months ago by just saying Jesus is at the door and he wants to come in. He, he wants to write a letter to each of us. He sees us, he knows us, he knows our situations, he knows what we're facing, he knows what we're going through. And there's been moments in the different letters where he's saying, I know how hard it is and I'm commending you for not quitting and not backing off and not backing down. Well done. I know that life has not been easy. So well done for staying in the game. And there's other moments in the letters where Jesus is saying, that love you had for me that once burned bright, it's dimming, Andy. It's dimming. What are you going to do about it? So Miriam gave us this helpful picture. Jesus is a coach. And he wasn't just a coach to bring um, challenge, because that would be, make us too hard. Nor did he just bring um, comfort, because that would make us too soft. But Jesus is a brilliant coach. He knows just what we need. And we've heard, I believe, Jesus speak. I believe Jesus has been speaking to us as a community. That week when we talked about our love for one another is growing cold. Our love for the community is growing cold and our love for him is growing cold. So get fires on that log burner of a heart of yours and get ignited again for him. For one another, for the community. But there's a key word in the story of Revelation. And we can kind of miss it. Because here's the thing about Revelation. We could spend the next 20 years going verse by verse, word by word, on Revelation and miss this. It says this at the start of Revelation. Um, this is the very start. This is a revelation from Jesus Christ which God gave him to show his servants the events that must 
soon take place. He sent an angel to present this revelation to his servant John, who faithfully reported everything he saw. This is a report of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. God blesses the one who reads the word of this prophecy to the church. And he blesses all those who listen to its message and obey what he says for the time is near. So this bit here, it's so easy to gloss over that listen and obey. The listen and activate. Because Jesus could speak and 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 continue speaking and speaking and speaking and speaking and speaking and speaking and speaking to us. But it's only half the story. The second part of the story of God speaking is us activating that and us obeying that and working that out on our discipleship pathway. See, Jesus has invited us to a new path of life. And we've all got a story, haven't we? My friend Ben used to have a gallery in the city. And one of my favorite pictures was of this um, glamorous lady. And there was something about her eyes. Why are you looking at me like that? Right, I can see it. Right, I can hear that a little bit from your perspective. How would I, how would I word that better? Obviously not as beautiful as Rhoda. We'll do a little bit of editing on the tape, Paul, couldn't we, before this goes on the internet. Right, anyways, do you hear my heart? Still think you're hot, you're my favourite. Okay, right, so this picture of a, what some average men would say was a glamorous lady, I didn't even notice really. <laughs> and, but there was something about her eyes that she had a story to tell that she wasn't overly proud of. I'm reading into the story, but that's what I, I got from the story. And alongside the picture were these words. Every saint has a past. And every sinner has a future. And there was something about her story that she'd known way more about her past. But there was a glimmer that there was a potential future for her. And I'm here today to let you know that Jesus says, no matter your past, he has a story and a future for you. But it is not just for you. Because the work that Jesus wants to do in you and through you and around you will have ripples to the community and beyond. In worship earlier, I had a sense that there's somebody, you're working underground and you're like in a bunker, in a war room bunker. And it's a little bit like in the olden days in World War II when they'd be moving the pieces around and it's all strategy. You feel like you're totally overlooked. It feels like the work you're doing is not seen by anyone. The work that you're doing, it it can even feel like, am I just playing with toys? But I have a sense that God wants to let you know that this strategy gift that he's given you is really, really important. 
And it won't be long till it comes to land. And it's going to make a huge difference with a lot of different people. So I don't know if that lands with anybody, if it's just me and my active imagination, but I think Jesus wants to encourage some of us where it feels like we're doing a deeper work, but it's only impacting us. God is with you and he's guiding you and leading you and he has got things on land for you to do as well. But part of this thing about the letter of Jesus is he writes to these people and says, I've got a future for you. And I'm inviting you onto this discipleship pathway. He says, come follow me, come eat with me, come be with me. And this is our story for Carlisle Vineyard. A bunch of ragamuffins who've met King Jesus. And he gives us a clean heart and a new heart and a new way of living. And he invites us into a new path. And he lifts us out of the rut we're in. And he says, come find a new way of living. And this discipleship path is marked by a big yes to Jesus at the start. And then billions of little yeses along the way. That's what discipleship is. It's a big yes at the start where saying, Jesus, I'm sick of living for myself and going this way. It always ends in tears. Jesus, I want to turn my back on that stuff. And I want to give myself fully, completely to you. I'm going to trust you that you've covered my sin by what you did on the cross. And I'm going to trust you that you're going to fill me with my Holy Spirit so I don't have to live my past because you're making all things new. Starting with you. Starting with you. Starting with me. So, this bit here where it says in Revelation, blessed are all who listen to his message and obey what it says, for the time is near. I'm going to land at this point here. Have you heard of the miracle that is mitermate? Changes everything, doesn't it? Would you like to know a little bit about mite and mate? Or do you want me and Christian just to kind of like... Uh, is anybody interested remotely about mite and mate? It's a bit like joinery um, class. All right, here we go. Um, where did I... Oh, yeah, I've got that one. I've got this one as well. Um, okay, um, Brayden, could you come and help? That'd be all right. Uh, Andrew, do you want to come and help? Nice to see you, mate. Um, hey, Braden, you okay? Yeah. Right, Braden. Um, what we're going to do, dead simple. Right, you get that one. Don't put it in your eyes. Don't, like, don't get it on your skin. Don't breathe it in. Don't, um, yeah, just, just be careful with it. Right, this is um, not deodorant. Do not put this in your armpits, okay? So, um, you've got this. Dead simple challenge, okay? All I want you to do, take that, and you've got like 10 seconds each, so you've got ages. I want you to use that glue to glue those two things together. All you have to do, using that spray to stick those two things together. 
Is that okay? Do you want to do it on here, Andrew? Are you going to do it on there? So just, just be careful with the glue. All right, do you want to take, have you taken the lid off? Have you got your lid off? Can we do a, te- so what I want you to do, we're going to count down from zero, 10 to 0, and at 0, I want you to hold the top piece up and show me like you've got two pieces stuck together. Is that challenge simple and clear? Okay. 3, 2, 1, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay, lift your top one up, Brayden. I'm a big encourager, but that was hopeless. Oh, that has actually worked. All right. That's a bit frustrating. Oh, it kind of worked. Um, right. See, the thing is... Oh, that is a bit sticky, isn't it? Um, <laughs> who's that man? Oh, yeah. Who, oh, no. Who's that man with the block of wood stuck to his hand? <laughs> Sounds like a joke, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. Come back here a minute. So, if you bring your gluey bit and you hold this... Now... If this is a hearing God speak, and this is the activating it, there's something miraculous, magical, life-changing happens in this moment. So it's a bit like a chemical reaction is going to go on in a minute. When you have the superglue and the activation... This becomes, the join that this makes will heat up. That's why we've got to be careful with our eyes and stuff. It heats up and joins these two pieces of wood together that it's as strong as the wood. This is why we can't be a community of people who just hear what God says. We're called to be activators. And when that activation happens, forgiveness flows amongst us. So it's not enough for Jesus to say, hey, you should forgive one another. And we go, that's a great suggestion. Never going to do it. Never going to activate it. Oh, bless you guys. I know you need to leave. Love you. Um, yeah, so, okay, Braden, you go for your square on there. Big square. Now, quick, activate it together. Let, hold it together. Ten. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, now if you try to hold one piece, you hold the other piece. Trying to pull them up. Yeah. Pull, pull, pull. Come on. Pull. But pull it, just pull it, don't twist it, just pull it. I pull it. Have another go. Like that's a, like like that is that's like if you um just take them apart. Just come on. Just take it apart. Come on. You can. Who's stronger? And come and have a go. All you have to do is take them apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take them apart. That's all. And we've only just put them together. Take them apart. Come on. Okay, well done. 
Okay, don't. Anthony passes out. Oh no. Woo, woo, woo. Unless you get a hammer and a chisel, that's not coming apart. This is the power and the significance of hearing from God and activating it and obeying it. This is when change happens. This is when the discipleship adventure we have shifts and change. So my encouragement to us as a community is, let's not get fat heads full of information about the things of Jesus. But let's be people, when we hear Jesus speak, no matter how small a whisper you think it is, we do our bit of the activation. And we say yes again to Jesus. Say yes again to Jesus. Now I know as a community, at this moment we haven't got smaller groups full of life that we once had. But we're wanting to work towards that. A brilliant starting place for that is grabbing two or three people together, a bit like a front of a rook in rugby, and grabbing people and saying, come on, we want to do this together. We're in this for one another. Super excited break, eh? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to sit back down? Yeah, well, listen, thank you so much, Brain. Well done, you guys. But can I encourage you to grab two or three people around you and say, hey, do you want to join an activation club? Do you want to join 